0: WDBO FM HD Two Orlando, broadcasting live from the Victory Casino Cruises Studio. Your home for Sunday night baseball is right here. ESPN Five Eighty Orlando, ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Tim Baswell. The night in baseball includes the Cubs and Mets on ESPN at Wrigley Field. Tale of two terrific right-handers: Jake Arrieta cruising along, twenty-seven pitches over three scoreless; Noah Syndergaard in and out of trouble stranding runners at second and third in the first, and the base is loaded in the second. They are scoreless again in the third. Jake Gutley has a leadoff home run and second-inning run scoring single, and the Dodgers have jumped on top of the Nationals four to nothing in the third. Dodger ace Clayton Kershaw has been shut down after feeling discomfort in his back following a simulated start last week. Red Sox and Giants at Fenway Park, they are scoreless in the third. Rick Porcello on the bump for the Sox. Boston's won his last five starts. The O's just a game and a half up on the Bo Sox again at Yankee Stadium, where they've lost six of their last eight. Not a good start again tonight. Starlin Castro's two-run home run has New York up two to nothing in the third. The Big 12 announcing today it will begin exploring candidates for expansion. Commissioner Bob Bowlsby be, will begin contacting schools to gauge their interest in joining the conference, with two to four additional schools said to be on the table. For the first time in his career, Tiger Woods will miss all four majors in one season. The PGA Championship has announced that Woods, who's rehabbing from back surgery, will not take part in this month's events. And the IOC will explore legal options regarding a collective ban of all Russian athletes at the Summer Olympic Games. How does Jim Grove plan on rebuilding the Baylor football program after replacing Art Bryles? Find out when he joins Mike and Mike Wednesday morning at 9 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2.
1: back espn 580 orlando and it is the kevin sutton show all action all the time giving it to you loud and proud live my radio you know how we do hit me up on facebook instagram twitter and youtube all under the username kevin sutton show and you can find out about the rest of the crew because they
2: are there my girl myra's about to tell you something real quick the kevin Sutton show is brought to you by david moss volkswagen on lee road where they sell both new and used cars come check out their certified used vehicles and guys Huge tent sale going on over at David Moss Volkswagen Only Road, Huge. Orlando North. And always tell them your friends at the Kevin Sutton Show sent you.
3: And don't forget to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Eve, and Google Play Music. You can catch up on all the episodes you may have missed. Just type in Kevin Sutton Show. And for your iPhone and Stitcher and Google Play users, just make sure you leave a rating, review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. Cinco. And
2: Cinco, 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 You got
3: a
1: couple Cinco. extra reviews on
3: iTunes. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. Do what you guys do. Today in the studios, let me tell you something. I got my man, Dr. Fee.
3: Today is Tuesday, baby. My words of wisdom for you all are that an eye for an eye leaves the world blind. But a foot for a foot turns us all into pirates.
2: <laughs> Actually, a foot for a foot would lose on wheelchairs.
4: Or pirates. You could be a pirate, though. With a stick. Peg leg, peg leg, peg leg. Dude, you are 0 for 2 since coming back, man. Step <laughs> Over. your game
1: up. 0
2: <laughs> I know. No, no, no. Oh, no, my no, goodness. No. And then I got my girl,
1: Mara, with the ladies' point of view.
2: That's me. Yes, I am. And it has been an amazing afternoon. Amazing. Just coming back from the Winter Park hobnob, where we hobbed and knobbed. And uh, it was funny because the, you guys know the magic hype guy? What was his name? The one he used to run around? Oh, the
1: crazy fat guy.
2: That was right. Fat guy. <laughs> crazy fat guy.
3: <laughs> I wasn't there. Creased up deaf guy, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we saw him, and he recognized Kevin. Nothing wrong he knows that, his... I, he, Kevin feels like a little celebrity.
1: Uh, nothing wrong. Nothing at dog. But I'm doing what I got to do, and I, I'm telling you guys, there are other people in the studio that people recognize, that people are asking for. People are saying, hey, man, can I get that picture? Can I see who you're talking about when you say the words that come out of your mouth every day, five days a week, 8 to 9 p.m.? <laughs> and it starts off around 8.03, 8.05, and you say, ladies and gentlemen, introducing you all today is my boy, Just Nick in the building. Another good lead-up. I liked it. It was good. Not going to rap, but it was good. Uh, oh, oh.
2: Nick. Oh, oh, he's back.
1: Okay,
4: the mic. so
2: I obviously
1: obviously, things have changed today. Uh, Nick is normally working hard, doing his radio stuff, talking about all the sports. But today he said there's some weather situations going on.
4: Yeah, our station got hit by lightning today or something. Oh, no. We had some kind of issues with the lightning, yeah. Well, We're good Nick now. Not Everything's
1: not good. good now. So, you're, so you're an engineer, too. You're out there fixing...
2: Oh, no, satellites. no, no,
1: no, no. They don't let me near the expensive stuff.
4: Are you kidding
2: me? <laughs> hey. No. Kevin's so we had done no that sound. before when we were I was radiating. at the, uh,
1: the other ESPN building. That was when yeah, we were... Yeah, you
2: were up there twiddling with the satellite. <laughs> oh, my Trying goodness. to get it to work. Yeah. When Just things get
1: hit by lightning, I go nowhere near them. Two... Uh, like, <laughs> an hour before our show goes to air, mind you. We're sitting in the studios, and I, I went to go and do a show with the show that was before us. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I... They start talking, everything just shuts off. I'm like, what in the world? And the board guy was like, hey, I don't have no signal whatsoever. And so he went outside, and he's like, hey, the, something's wrong with the antenna. It's on fire. The satellite was <laughs> like, no, it was just like there. And he's like, it looks like something's wrong with it. So they had binoculars to check the cone on the front of it. Was the show so, that bad that they no, got struck by lightning? It was, no, it wasn't. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but it was a bee hive nest that happened to just get so big. That no. build up inside of it was like the not the regular bees; they're the ones like the mud diver ones that do the mud the walt yes. the wasps, Yeah. So mm. that was so big on the cone of it that mm. it started interrupting the signal that was sending out for the show. Okay. And so I'm like, "Well, all you need is a wrench. You can take the cap off, and then I was like, you can get some wall spray at the Home Depot yeah, and yeah. go over there. You know." So they were like, "I ain't getting up there." I'm like, "Well, I got to do a show." Yeah. <laughs> so. Went to the Home Depot, got some wall spray, and climbed up there and had a good time.
2: And then we were on the radio. You made it happen. Yay, yay, yay.
1: Well,
3: well, I thought I got fired today because I couldn't get in. I was like, Jerome, <laughs> that is how you find out. Replace me.
1: That's I how they do could. it. You know what? That's when someone gets upset and comes to the office very angry. If you fire someone, I think you should tell them before. Don't let them drive all the way to work. Well, we sent you an get email. Get to <laughs> the door and go, and it goes, <laughs> slide that car. It went through my and, then they go, <laughs> and then it goes,
2: at the human resources, please? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not a good way to find out you got fired.
2: No. But that's what they do. They got to lock your key out because, you know, people can go. You know? so, oh, yeah, people do that all the time. Um, <laughs> imagine if Nick comes to work and they let him go and he's walking in. Do, do, do. Denied. <laughs> Denied. <laughs> Station
4: would be crazy if they let Nick go.
2: He would be like the magic fat guy running in front of <laughs> That's right.
4: That's right.
2: <laughs> Let's not talk about that. But anyway. No, I'm just,
4: I'm just going to stand here and try to keep my job, okay?
2: <laughs> we need you. We need you because one day, we're going to talk about this in like five years when he has his own album and he did a, cut a single and it's on YouTube. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, what, like a VH1 behind the <laughs> yeah. music? Yeah. Remember little, when? Little did he all know. Clips, <laughs> all the clips of remember when he turned us down and he <laughs> went freestyle. I'm telling you, Nick got
1: some bars. No. You know what? I ran into the manager of Minuto. Did you really? <laughs> like, Minuto is like Minuto. It's like really, 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 really out there.
2: Hey, but and guys, they're today. They're coming back. I'm close. <laughs> I, uh, I got Grant Hill's assistant's number today, and somebody told me to give him a call to, to talk to him about what we've got going on. Yeah. Things are happening, man. That's what happens when you're out and about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know what we didn't get into last night because we were talking about the international soccer game and what we're going to do tonight. And is that's going down this weekend. Yeah, it's actually going down tonight.
1: Oh, but it's, it's, uh, I thought it was there's going another all... game okay. down in South Florida going so on tonight.
2: Yeah, Thursday and Saturday. But we talked about performance enhancement and you did an awesome lead in today, Bill, on the radio because uh, people started saying stuff. Oh, Facebook, Facebook. Because this all started. We've been talking about this for a long time. We've mm-hmm. been talking about the WWE and the letdown that we've had. You've seen it happen in professional tennis yes, recently. In all sports. Yeah. So, But, I mean, when, it, when it's coming out more in tennis and WWE. and The Olympics. Like that, the Olympics. And then, lastly, Block Lesnar. <laughs> the blockhead himself. What, what do we say? What do we say?
3: i say a lot. I mean, honestly, with him is that, you know, he's not a full-time competitor with UFC. So uh, any retired athletes wanting to come back, they have to uh, go through a separate testing process, which is uh, within a four-month period. And uh, I don't know if he was excluded from some of them, but he did obviously take eight tests, and UFC didn't get the uh, notice of the violation up until the Thursday after the fight. So that's why you guys didn't hear about it. Someone's losing the job. Yeah, well, no, they didn't, get, they didn't get the results until after UFC 200.
1: I know, but what good is that test after the match? I mean, it would be the same thing if, it, if he had a sexually transmitted disease or something like that, and he gets in the ring, there's blood gushing everywhere, pow, 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 mm-hmm. all over the place, and they say, oh, you know what, we had some tests, but uh, we didn't get that in time, and the guy that he was fighting against, has hepatitis B, C, D, E, F, G, and HIV, and now <laughs> now you're like, wow, well that was a that was a great fight. I'm glad I had the guy's blood all in my mouth. Well,
3: uh, his the person who brought Lesnar far, Mark Hunt. Uh, he went, he exploded on Twitter. Uh, I can't even uh, repeat what he said because it was all laced with curses. But he wants okay. So if you guys look at the pay, Brock Lesnar was guaranteed two point five million, uh-huh. and Mark Hunt was uh, got only seven hundred thousand. You know, and um, so Mark Hunt is saying he wants all of Brock Lesnar's purse because. If he was, you know, he was doping, on... yeah, well, well, Was it a real point? match? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and uh, he, he Markon complained that Brat Lesnar was doping before the fight, and uh, Brat Lesnar just said, I'm just a buff white dude. <laughs> That's literally what he said.
1: Well, he yeah. is a
2: big dude. And,
3: yeah. so, and so there's a lot of controversy going on on what.
1: But, uh, I mean, it doesn't take that long to get a test back. I'm t- where are they getting theirs done at, um, you know? Flat Flintstones, uh, blood, uh, <laughs> drug testing and analysis? I mean, because there's... Yeah, there's, but there's, there's
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's stuff that you can get it done sooner. And was that part of the hoax because they knew it was going to come back dirty? Let's mm. get into that. But we want to get into it a lot further than mm.
1: this. Stay tuned. This is the Kevin said Show. Doping. Is the line being crossed way too much? Stay tuned. Yes, sir. We're back from my boy, Just Nick, Dr. Phil Meyer with the latest point of view. Yes, sir. ESPN 580 Orlando always got that action for you. Now, guys. Yes. Have you checked out Facebook?
2: Yeah. Facebook, on
1: Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all under username Kevin's
3: us joke Yeah, just like I said, check. We got more reviews on iTunes. We still have a perfect record, which is good,
1: which is good. How, how can I get a bad record? Uh, if somebody leaves us with one star, <laughs> I have I haven't done anything wrong for somebody to say like I'm gonna give a bad record. I mean,
3: they could hate us so bad, you know. It could be like Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh listens. He'd be like, Are you, I hate you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can leave us one star. You know what I'm saying? That's Chris how we Bosh, get. That's how we get a bad record. Hulk
1: Hogan. No. You <laughs> we we still w- wear a shirt, man. I, I I still love him as a person. We never we was, never we made fun of him.
3: We did make fun of him, but we never said we will never would talk about. Why does Chris Bosh
1: hate us? Because he calls him a dinosaur. He will. He would hate me. He would hate so, you, so, yeah. yes. Jurassic Park all the time. I wouldn't hate.
2: I I I don't hate him. You know, I'm cool. <laughs>
3: Where's he? What, what is? How does he? Has he commented on any of the stuff that happened? And cock-caw
1: with uh, the NBA? <laughs> has he said? <laughs> no, he he, he has he's still thing. quiet. I don't Maybe think anyone cares to hear what he has to US,
2: say. U.S. Team USA soccer may not like me. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to We're find. We're big
3: it. in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> We're huge. They're like, good.
2: Give us yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our downloads are good. Yeah. We have a lot of- I want to just give a shout-out to my peeps that I always tell them that I'm representing. To- I think
1: they listen to the show to learn English. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We don't,
2: we don't talk Spanish. <laughs> like, no. So,
1: so where else are they listening for? But uh, you know what? There's a lot of them over there because I do have them on my Facebook And I get to see every once in a while where they're coming from. So I appreciate the love, appreciate the support, what you guys are doing. Never let it stop. Uh, Mm -hmm. It allows us to do more for the community. We got a nice event coming up this weekend. This Saturday,
2: actually, Be a Player over at Jones High School. Now, this is a calling to all children ages 5 to 18. We're doing free medical exams, full comprehensive medical exams. We have about 17 physicians who will be on hand. This is um, Kevin and I's fifth year supporting this event. It is a great event. Last year, we um, were able to see 587 children, and we're trying to go for 800 kids this year. I'm talking about. And then if we find something wrong with you, they will continue to Completely treat you medically free. for free. Wow! And this is, I'm talking, everything from ears, nose, and throat to cardiac spinal. to spinal, everything.
1: The EKG, they coming out there. They, I mean, they're doing so much. La- the year previously, there was two kids found with heart murmurs, and they got completely healed. They're back in healthy shape, uh, condition. But mm. these kids could have got out on the, the football field. And dropped. And dropped. It has happened. And that's it, has what happened. This pro- it has happened. And uh, we vow to make, th- make those instances stop the best we can by giving these free health physicals. doesn't matter as long as you have a little one. Bring them on in there and say, hey, this is my baby. They're still in uh, elementary school. I mean, they're still in the school system under tw- uh-huh. 12th grade, uh-huh. and they can go in there and get it done, man. And it's well worth doing. This is the same type of health physical you would get for a Fortune 500 company uh, that you would get for free. And the Fortune, five co- Fortune 500 company ain't fixing it for free. Yeah, no. So if they find something wrong with you, they're going to go ahead and take care of it. All the doctors on board, uh, great sponsors like Publix, Publix. Um, Oh, Pepsi, Pepsi is in there. Boar's Head, Boar's Head, mm, uh, Frito Lay, Boar's Head. Say it again one more time. Boar's Head,
2: <laughs> Peppers but this, Farms, uh, But Orlando Foot and Ankle—they they're sponsors of it. We have a lot. Hey, of that's
3: that's Doctor Reeves. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, um, you—if you know anyone who needs it's absolutely free. It'll start at eight a.m. on Saturday. Um, I would say get there. And then what's really cool is all the kids get something fun, either basketball, it, uh, soccer ball, football. Games
1: and prizes, music. There's this DJ that's, like, really cute. And I'm like, mm, he's so cute. I'll be with him. His name is Kevin Side Show. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I'll be there playing that music, entertaining the kids, having a good time. And uh, we've, we've been giving back that way for a while. And uh, I ain't going to stop, man. I enjoy it. And uh, all I could do is ask for you guys to get the word out there, especially for people that might not have the opportunity to be able to afford a health physical like that. Or even if you got the money to afford one, come on in, have a good time, and get one for free. Everybody likes something for free.
3: Yes. Okay, so topic at hand for today. We're yes. talking about PEDs, perform- performance-enhancing drugs, where the, la- the line is drawn or if sh- there should be a line. So what we were talking about before the break, we were talking about Brock Lesnar, or as my uh-huh. likes to call him, Black Lesnar. Uh, he just got popped for potentially doping, you know, and a lot of the, the they don't say what it is what it is yeah. but um John Jones, you know, he just got pulled from u s c two in three days before the event yeah right, so it's an issue regarding whatever sport you can even think of, and I think Nick was t- talking yesterday about the Russian team uh table tennis too like it's it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was
4: across thirty two sports yeah, yeah by by the way, ESPN reports that uh Brock Lesnar tested positive, though it has not been officially identified. Uh, The flag substance is clomiphene, which was the same anti-estrogen blocker that John Jones tested positive for. Mm. Wow. So.
1: But see, the funniest thing (laughs) is, is there's a lot of those drugs that were okay before, and then they added... A new list of things that are not acceptable, like HCG. Yeah, was considered, but but no.
3: you guys have tra- they have trainers. They should know these things, like right? Ha-
1: these guys have an accountant, like, and they should know. They should pay their taxes. Okay, okay, so don't. so
3: okay, so who should be held accountable for it then? Because a lot of the times w- when the accountants screw up, the, the person who the they person. work for gets you know the who you know the, the, they they, the go, they client, go to jail. The client, what's stupidity, his knife, goes to jail.
2: Stupidity
1: you know? does not let you off.
2: Well, it's kind of like that thing. Yeah, they don't get in trouble because they're only saying they're disclosing what you're saying. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, well where does the line get drawn?
3: So, like, if, if let's say, my physician, I have my own personal physician, my trainer, they're all doing these things. They're, they're a trainer? I'm, <laughs> 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 sorry. Sorry.
2: <laughs> sorry.
3: So, let's say I have a trainer, I have my own physician, and, you know, it's my sports business. They know what's going on, and they're giving me these these stuff. So, and let's say I I pop for something, uh, you know, exactly like what Nick said, and then, you know, I get suspended, is it really my fault? Because I'm doing what they are giving me.
2: Well, I mean, they're, they're com- hold on. There's a lot of legal stuff when, it's, when it comes to this. Because if you have a trainer, you have a physician, and you're an athlete, a professional yeah, athlete.
1: board certified.
2: There is, there is a protocol that is expected. Uh-huh. I mean, you're not just going to go to any random physician or trainer. You're gonna yeah, that's to what someone. I'm saying. They yeah. should, they're, they're responsible so for, for you. If they know what is legal and illegal, yeah. okay, I'm going to go on further with you. They should be advising you what is going to affect you professionally in the correct
3: way. Okay.
2: You know, so like you said, where's that line drawn? Or, and this is what we need to get into, is it all about whatever the athlete wants? I'm in pain. I want to get bigger. I, wanna I want to be faster. I want
1: still be a client. Ask Michael Jackson's doctor.
2: You know, Michael is company, it more hey, I'm going to spend 100000 with you every week.
1: Uh, uh-huh. You going to give him to
2: me or not? So now does it become you're actually the client and you're telling him what to do? That's the question. Because these athletes obviously want to be bigger, better, faster, stronger. Yeah.
3: And so, okay, so... Where do we start? Like, where does the line get drawn? You know, where does... Okay, so we have all these athletes in all these sports. We
4: can start with baseball. You know, uh, Isn't a line already drawn, though? I mean, there's a list of banned substances. But it, it continuously is, grows, though. It, it continuously grows. I understand that. But many I times mean, like, those athletes are... are When that list does grow, and and it does not grow that often, actually, whether you're looking when you're looking at any of these sports, but when it is grown, the athletes are when when new substances are added to that list, the athletes are informed. They are given time to understand that. But
1: you
4: ask well, you ask Phil whose responsibility is. At the end of the day, the athlete is the one who is putting this substance in his body. The University of Florida went through this with Will Greer. Mm -hmm. Quarterback, he's through six games. The Gators are five and one, I believe, and And all of a sudden, he gets popped for testing positive for a banned substance. Now, Will Greer says it was flu medication. Mm -hmm. We don't know what it is. But at the end of the day, those athletes know before they put anything in their body, they need to go to trainers. They need to go to someone, the quality control people at the University of Florida to check with them whether or not that is something that is approved. It's the same thing in Major League Baseball. Alex Rodriguez spoke about this uh, uh, in years past about the fact that he took something that his trainer gave him. He didn't know whether or not it was the right thing, but at the end of the day, it is on the athletes. They are the ones that have the responsibility because they are the ones whose reputations and money-making ventures, they are the ones whose paychecks are on the line here to know whether or not what they are taking is legal and, frankly... With the way that the news cycle is put together, with the way our society is built around doping today, you are guilty until proven innocent as a cheater. I mean yeah, yeah. look look at look at anyone who's been popped, John Jones, Brock Lesnar. I mean, you could go all the way down the list. Uh you are not assumed someone who is just confused, you are assumed a cheater.
3: Now now when I talk I'm about so where does the the line get drawn, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about the list of these um you know, these drugs that get banned. Like what is excessive to mean that it's helping your performance like where where yeah, is how much because, are you taking because out? I mean a lot of these things are just to help you heal better not like steroid but like back injuries you, you can you, have you know a, you know what I'm talking about like a where a does yeah, you're talking about
4: gro- human growth hormone other yeah. things that can be used like a for, I I understand for pain that management, stuff. but like and a,
3: B a flu for med- recovery. you know what I'm saying like even if it was let's say a flu medication what per- what advantage is this dude going to have especially with the how high these guys are you know, held
1: scissor. <laughs> Robitussin has uh, has some of the same ingredients. Yeah. That. I like, mean, the, well, the fact
4: is it's not about the flu medication. It's the ingredients inside of that flu medication. But where does that,
3: but where does that alter your performance?
4: Okay. The, the, flu, the flu medication does not. Some of the ingredients that could be in other things yeah. that, that help your performance are what co-
1: what, what are banned there. But, but, the word, like, does situation, it, but like,
3: does it? That's what I'm talking about where does the line get drawn. I think
1: there's a situation where the drug tests that they're doing cannot see the percent. It's like alcohol level. There's not a a, like, oh, you know, you can drink like six beers and you can see that and like, oh, your body weight and multiply that and you can find out exactly how that beer is affecting you Mm -hmm. and see how much to your blood to alcohol level you got. But When it comes to doping, you don't have that. It's just in your system. They can't say, hey, this guy smoked uh, two joints and this guy smoked 20. No, you all got the same amount.
2: But you know what? I'm gonna go with Nick. Self responsibility. Oh yeah. Where does it kick in?
1: Hey, this is the Kevin Sun Show. Going to commercial break. Stay right there. Don't go nowhere. Sir, we're back in the action on ESPN 580 Orlando. And I'm telling you, you can always hit us up, 844-225-5580. Yes, sir, it's there for you. We always want to hear what you got to say, always. From the bottom of my heart, believe that, man. Your opinions is just as worthy as mine.
2: The Kevin Sun Show is brought to you by USA Immigration Services, handling all of your immigration needs, family, individual, and business. Go to USAImmigrationServe.com or call 407-894-6333.
3: And you can leave us a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to KevinSuttonShow.com on the right side of the screen. Click on the speak pipe button. Keep it clean because we will play it on the air. Ask us any questions or just give us a comment. But whatever you do, head to
1: KevinSuttonShow.com. What's up everybody in the Kevin Southern Show, my name is Frank Velez. You see, PEDs could be an advantage or could be a disgrace. The steroid era in baseball has simply had killed baseball's popularity. Since PEDs have introduced to the game as being used by different athletes, you know, the popularity of baseball has simply have been going down every year. In my opinion, baseball is right now the third most important sport. This is not going to be the end of it, and I believe people still using it as it is today, not only in baseball, but in football and basketball. Anyway, thank you.
2: Mm.
3: Thanks for that. You guys leave us a voice match at hey, com. Ain't no never wrong with
1: that, man. Well, like, he I, said
2: I, it. We've lost. I mean, in baseball, this goes back to McGuire. This goes way. Oh, I mean, I remember being younger just hearing this. How can you respect those home runs? knowing that he was uh, trying to be the Hulk.
1: I could take all the steroids I want, and I'm not going to do what McGuire did. Ain't going to happen.
2: Yeah, but you can be a natural (laughs) Nick,
1: are are you with me, bro? There's still still a set of talent that is involved.
4: Yeah, there's Uh, a whole lot of God-given ability in there, too. I mean, Barry (laughs) Bonds, Mark McGuire, (laughs) those... the, those, guys, those guys were Hall, not, not McGuire. Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he started taking yeah, steroids. But and you still, could see the difference. Oh, yeah, man. you could shoot me full of that stuff all you want. I'm not going to turn on a <laughs> 103-mile-an-hour fastball and put it out in McCovey Cove. No. But, like,
3: okay, so, you know how, ex- okay, Nick, you remember... You guys remember 1998? Okay? okay, 1998, didn't get, didn't get the good time. I don't
1: 19- think Nick remembers that. <laughs> I, Nick wasn't born.
3: Nick was born. No. Okay, <laughs> if you remember 1998, 1998, we had the Mark McGuire versus Sammy uh, Sosa The
4: greatest home run
3: race the, of all time. This, this was this was, yeah. in my opinion, my favorite year in baseball. You know,
1: oh, d- d- by far. You know,
3: I, I'm only 11 years old, 11 or 12 years old, and this the home run race was the most exciting thing about. The sport. Oh, baseball was, so awesome. was amazing. Baseball was the number one sport, in my opinion, at, at oh, that year. That was year,
1: Amer- like Dallas Cowboys, America's favorite. Te- uh, America's team. Yes, baseball is America's favorite pastime. And
3: so when <laughs> when we talk about a lot of these things that have happened, I, I don't know. I, I'm really torn if it's if I feel negatively because everybody does do it, but now. It's Baseball's all about not caught. exciting well, to me,
4: uh, Yeah, he, but,
3: go, go ahead, Nick. Go here, ahead.
4: Here's the thing that happened in my mind of baseball. First of all, you're right. 98, one of the greatest sports runs of all time. I was living in Chicago right in the middle of it between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. It was incredible. Yeah. But I think what happened in baseball was baseball purists ruined it for all of us because they said, well, wait a minute, these guys are on steroids and our numbers, all of our things are all getting broken. You guys should be upset about this and everyone kind of bought in, and we all started to get upset about it, and then Mm -hmm. the narrative about baseball's numbers and the game of baseball being ruined by this kind of grew and continued to grow. I don't think steroids destroyed baseball. I think that today's hustle-and-bustle society of what have you done for me lately and everything needs to be quick, moving faster, has cannibalized quite a few sports, baseball being one of them, golf being another as well, that we want everything in nice two-hour windows, and you see... The NFL and college football and and the NBA, they're recognizing that and they're trying to move their games along a little bit as well. But for baseball, it's always been about the time of the game. Steroids, yes. Has the the game been tarnished because of that? Yes. But I don't think it's hurt it as much as the narrative likes
1: likes you to believe it. I would drop in there with um, talking with uh, Sammy Smith from uh, Florida State. Yes. And we had the conversation about... You know, college
2: and you know and well, NFL,
1: but we had the conversation about minorities, especially African Americans, the playing in Major League Baseball, how many people are getting involved in the Little League process mm-hmm. of baseball, going into high school, going into college, and actually having the potential to play. Uh, a lot of people have jumped the bandwagon of get into football and basketball, and that's where your money's going to come. And a lot of minorities, African-Americans, are not participating in baseball as much as it was before. Back when I was watching as a young kid, watching well, the, Dominicans. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> the Oakland A's kill it for a long damn time, man. And uh, seeing the teams and and seeing how people watching Deion, San- Deion Sanders play and being in baseball in high school and being in baseball in elementary school, seeing that it was a large percentage of, of African-Americans won, but Hispanics were always, that's like, you know, Baseball is like soccer to most of them. So yeah, what was the last tally for African Americans? You in would baseball? look at it, it now. Was,
4: I'll check, but I, at one point in time, it was like six percent or one. It, it was. It, it was, was much never lower.
1: that. It was never that. For I mean, it, it was basically like that was what you played. You know, Jackie Robinson made you know um, <clears throat> you know open that gate up.
2: Yeah, but started, Latinos came into that really strong. But
1: Latinos have always been a part of baseball, like in, in the sense in uh, Puerto Rico and Cuba Dominican and the Republic. Dominican Republic. That is like how soccer is in Argentina and, you know, and check, Brazil.
4: In 2014, 7.8% of MLB players were African-American. Just 59 of 750 players. In 1986, it was 19% mm. African-American. Yeah.
1: That's a huge drop. Yeah. We got a caller on the line, Jason Ellis. How
0: y'all doing
2: tonight? Hey, what's going on? So you've heard us talking about what's going on with the performance enhancement drugs, you know, and um, I'm sure you see it a lot in what you're doing.
3: Yeah, where's your stand on this, man?
0: You know, my thought process is this, is that uh, USADA's doing a job trying to clean up the sport, you know, uh, and I just kind of watch what they're doing, and, uh, you know, none of my clients that I work with, are you know, they're, they're not taking anything painted or doing anything they're not supposed to, so I just kind of, you
1: know, you sort of let them do their job. You know, that's what they're there for.
0: Now, as a sports,
1: a, a sp- now as a sports agent uh, in helping your athletes, especially in the MMA world, knowing what they, we were asking that one question: Does all of the the blame go to the athletes? But you know, these guys are trying to perform, make sure they're doing what they got to do, and have their bodies conditioned to, to endure this pain. And when you get hurt, you're trying to get back in. The ring, get back in the cage, get back on the field. How is it that you do that without some of these uh, drugs that can get your body to heal faster?
0: Follow a recovery plan that your doctor gives you. Hey, true. That would be suggestion.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the on the I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Okay, so. Let's say the whole reason why people don't want them to use uh, performance-enhancing drugs is because of the competitive advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Would you classify, let's say, a really expensive doctor, really expensive coach, really expensive trainer as getting a competitive, more of a competitive advantage than okay. someone who doesn't afford that? Are they better athletes? Do they have a better, a better advantage now than someone else who doesn't? You, you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. You can, you yeah. can, you, you can utilize finances as a a better way of training in the sense that it's that where you're coming from yeah it's all about competitive If if
3: it's all about the competitive competitive advantage
1: like when rocky fought the russian they had all the, he had all the stuff, time. and Rocky was fighting snow right. in a, Dra- a
4: Drago is who you're <laughs> referring to. But this is also why leagues have salary caps and revenue sharing to help with some of that competitive advantage or disadvantage. I understand the Yankees are in a large market, and they're always going to have an advantage over Tampa Bay, let's say. yeah. But yeah. part of that can be changed through... The businesses, I mean, well, through, through the teams, they can go out and they get more money and they can spend it. But from the player's standpoint, I mean, there is an assumption of, of a fair playing field, a fair playing ground for these guys, that they are not doing anything chemical to advance themselves uh, in the sport. And, I mean, as I said yesterday, you have to protect these guys from themselves at a point because yeah. all of these drugs have negative uh, effects uh, when you're taking them. And I... I I just I, I think that when you start to dabble in the let's legalize it, let these guys do whatever you want, uh, you're doing the athletes a disservice. You're incentivizing them to use these things in large quantities. And whenever there's millions of dollars at stake and there's a lot of testosterone and competitive male egos, you're going to see things taken to a level you don't necessarily want to go to. I think it would be a really bad thing for leagues to start to think about making this legal.
1: Wow. Jason from Relentless Sports Management, thank you for calling in. I like your insight. We're going to get back with you on the MMA side of it, and we're going to get uh, another call lined up. Uh, we got Eddie from Miami. We
2: got to go to commercial break real quick. So Eddie, you Eddie. heard
1: that. We got you, man. Hold Stay on, right Eddie. there. Don't be square. Stay there. We're going to get back with you. ESPN 580 Orlando. Yes, sir. Ain't no reason to get into all the nonsense. Mm-hmm. I'll let Myra. Do you got to do a commercial thing or something? Yeah, the Kevin
2: Senn Show right. is brought to you by David Moss Volkswagen Only Road, where they sell both new and used cars. Come check out the huge tent sale going on. Always check them out. Always tell them the Kevin Senn Show Thank you.
1: I ain't going to waste no time. We got to call online. Mr. Eddie, how's it going? Eddie, you there? He's got mad. He got yeah. mad. Eddie. Yeah. All right, where are you at with we're talking about doping. Is there a line it should it be moved or should it stay? All right, check it out. I got two quick quick points. Number 1, I like watching
4: people
0: like Tom Brady and and LeBron James play at their top superhuman levels. I want to see the superhuman freak show. That's number 1. Number 2 is they should be allowed to use it no matter what because they could be an asset to the medical science community. So if they're willing to be guinea pigs, just let them go ahead and do it and observe it. I've always felt bongy.
2: Wow.
1: In large hearts. Uh, <laughs> temper you know, tantrums. Uh, uh, you know, brain contusions. Like uh, Eddie's always
0: so, Bad skin. So we get a so we get a crisp once in a while. So oh. we get a junior sale. Oh. <laughs> you to now you I- got to monitor these things. You got to look out for. It. What's triggering it? You got to learn. You can't just say no, no, no. You got to look and learn. You know, let
2: me me ask you, Eddie, because I once heard this. It says um, if you if you were a top athlete and and we said, okay, you're a great athlete, but you could become a top athlete if we give you these doping enhancements. But we're going to cut off 10 years of your life. Do you know that most athletes said they would do it? Mm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because it's a ton of money and most people don't want to live into their 60s and 70s anyway.
4: Yeah, and youth is wasted on the young as well, Eddie. I mean, many uh, people make misinformed decisions when they're, when they're younger in, yeah. in, in the thoughts of making millions of dollars, and I don't think they'd make the same decision once they get there, once they get there as well. I mean, as I said, at some point you, you have to have a governing body. I mean, this is why you have organized sports. I, I, I just I don't understand why, why anyone would want to turn, turn these guys loose. I mean, it's not about having a freak show, though. It's not, about, it's not about saying, all right, well, I want to see how big these guys can get. I'm
1: a fan. I'm not a humanitarian. I'm a fan. I want to <laughs> see the biggest in the battle. You want the head to head collision the on the big football big. field. None of this sissy, don't hit helmet the helmet nonsense that we got going on. <laughs> you want the real rugged football that we've had all the years before. Listen, I'm I'm not the one that's paying for the salary cap. So when somebody gets knocked out of the game permanently, it doesn't come out of my pocket. I'm a dumb fan. I want to sit there, watch the best sport I can watch, and be entertained. That's gotcha. it. That's me. Hey, appreciate it, Eddie. He, <laughs> Eddie just thinks <speaks laughs> it real. Eddie let
2: it on. Just like, <laughs> Eddie Look. said it how it is. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, man. He said, "I'm a sportitarian, not a humanitarian." <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey there's no a thing.
3: lot of people, a lot of people share his
2: share share his views. You know, oh, no, it, a it lot definitely. of dumb people.
4: Yeah, a lot oh, of dumb
3: people. Yeah, man. 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 Hey, that I'm was Nick. Saying, I, I didn't I, say that. I, I'm just saying,
4: man. <laughs> I think to come on and just say, "Hey, I don't care if these guys die later in life. I just want to be entertained and not to have any empathy as a human being." I oh. I think it makes very. I I I think it's a real short-sighted. It's a short-sighted viewpoint. Of viewpoint it. to have, and I think I, I, I think it's very misinformed as to what a lot of okay. these NFL players are going through later in life, uh, uh, dealing with the CTE. Yeah, the CTE. Yeah.
1: I mean, so where are you uh, at on that? I was just about yeah. to drop in that.
2: Can so, I just say a comment sure. here because now on the CTE, apparently, supposedly, what the NFL says is you are warned that you have a quote-unquote percentage of developing this disease because of going into professional football. And those athletes are not. So it's an assumed risk.
4: No. So it's an assumed risk. Yeah. So they're it's not. Like smoking they're, not cigarettes. they're not turning around a and saying on. no. Okay. There, there is an assumed risk, but the league is also actively working to make the game safer. You see yeah. them protecting receivers going across the middle. They get but rid of the it's wedge on kickoffs. Yes. football. Is it? it? but it is it is not ruining football is it changing the game of football from what we traditionally know it as yes but and I got into this a little bit earlier with Scott Inez because we were talking about the fact college football has become very early preliminary talks about removing the kickoff yeah. from college football mm. but the game is changing we don't have gladiator fights anymore because no. we yeah. because well because frankly society said we don't want to watch guys kill each other anymore yeah. but with more information becomes more responsibility the more exactly. medical knowledge that we have the the uh, you know the the ramifications of guys running into each other for ten fifteen twenty years uh, the more knowledge we have the more of a responsibility the league has to protect its players because the opportunity and I, I guess the the idea of having organized sports yes it 's an entertainment league but You know, these guys are not just expendable products. I don't think you can look at it the way that Eddie looks at it as that basically Tom Brady is a tube of toothpaste. And I use Tom Brady until (laughs) I am out of toothpaste. And then when Tom Brady is done, I will go buy another box of Colgate. And that will be Andrew Luck or whoever is next. These guys are human beings. And though they are doing this for millions of dollars, they are still human beings. And there needs to be some sort of protection in line so that they, they do not bear the brunt of our entertainment demands and that was the,
1: the entertainment side of it all is yes. what truly hypes it up. Some of these
4: guys get to the mailbox they can't find their way home. Yeah. yeah. They they are in so much pain. They go to the bathroom in their beds because they don't want to get up and be in pain to move. And there is a responsibility oh, yeah. to try to protect today's athletes from that and those guys are suffering now so that these adjustments can be made. Yeah,
1: but, but the thing is that there's a lot of blind eye to a lot of things that have happened. They've yes. been, It did, didn't take this long to figure it out. Yeah. But I, I, I would go back all the way to Little League football when you were, Nick, probably uh, you're right at that age cuff. But they used to do the horseshoe collar Yeah. when you were, used to wear your football helmet and it would go on your shoulder pads, and it would kill that three-inch span from mm-hmm. the, t- the cup of Whip your Whiplash, they don't get whiplash. Stop that whiplash factor. Uh, there was a point where you had to have that. And then it went to another, uh, like another five years went into where they said it was optional. Mm, yeah. And then when that became optional, Next thing you know, when I start looking at football now, these guys aren't even wearing thigh pads anymore. They're not wearing knee pads anymore. They're not wearing hip pads anymore. Like, where did all the padding go that you would wear? The shoulder pads are like three ounces. I remember when I played football, I'm like, man, if these shoulder pads get any more heavier, baby, I'm going to have a problem. But you know what? Now
3: they're like feathers. Now it's all about the competitive.
1: Helmets. The, the helmets, the, they're like, hey, we're, we're making them lighter, but we're making them stronger. But the, the padding that's inside of them, I remember it was it was always something about when you wore a helmet, it was the fact that you wanted the most padding in there, but you wanted a nice face mask so you could put it in somebody's chest or put uh-huh. it right on the side of their ear hole and make them feel the fact that you were there. Now football's changing where the head-to-head uh, co- collision is has gone, but you know what? There's a lot of injuries. When people talk about 10 years and 15 years in playing professional, you got to look at it from the time they were on Little League Pee Wee football. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the Pop hits. Warner. When you're eight years old on that field and you're learning that way and then you make it to the professional uh, NFL, mm-hmm. there's way more than 15 years there, man. Yeah. There's
3: and, a whole lot of head bumping. And, Kevin, you know, one thing that we kind of left out is that wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. especially yeah. oh. with the with Did the. Did you guys see phase. that
4: news today about the WWE wrestlers yes. su- suing WWE? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This, this this is a growing list. There's a,
3: about the brain a brain. Oh existence. yeah. Oh yeah. We've lost so many people due to uh, heart failure at a, such a young age. You know, the age that wrestlers have been dying uh, tremendously between 35 and 50 has been tremendous the past 10, 15 years because you know before there was no regulation. No. So right. people they would inject themselves with stuff so they can be stronger. Faster, better, get more money, and, and, and look, and Put look, and there. look who we've lost. Yeah. So you know, to Eddie's thing, you know, if these guys are just toothpaste. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it hurts. Be it How hurts, it you, Nick, it it can't hurts be because it hurts. it hurts because you watch these people, you grow up with these people, oh, and then you see yes. them drop dead. Like Eddie Guerrero dropped dead, at thirty-eight years old, brushed yeah, his teeth, no. had a heart attack. We all knew that he had issues with uh, steroids, you know, substances yeah. and uh-huh. other substances. But like that hurt. You know, and you, you don't want you don't want to see that. So, like, I, I agree that there should be regulation to a Definitely. point. But the line I was talking about earlier is that, like, some of the little stuff, I don't think that yeah, affects
1: cough medicine. But, like,
3: the HGH and all that stuff, that's got to go. That's got to stop.
1: Back injuries, you know, spinal rib.
2: But, guys, I mean, we're talking all about this, but when does self-responsibility kick in? I mean, you it's know. It's
1: hard when you are when you got your family on. It's not just self-responsibility. Yeah, if someone says, I will it's give you $10 million. Self- dollars. there's I, If you could pick out of it how many... Athletes that get paid millions have no family, no friends that they're trying to take care of. It's not a selfless situation. They're looking at their family. They're looking at the family of their kids' family when they're long and gone. How can they help? And I know some of them spend it away before their kids even have a kid. But, you know, or have too many kids like Dwight Howard. But you got this situation. Uh, He set that record straight. He (laughs) set that
4: record straight during the Atlanta press conference. Five (laughs) kids is what he said, by the way.
1: This week. So when you look at it, you got to really worry about these guys aren't just looking at their self and saying, "Hey, you know I've got to take this risk." They're looking at a generational situation. How can they make a change for their family, especially coming a lot of these guys coming from nothing. But then there are those out there that when you look at these steroids, if we if steroids and you know whatever drugs you know they enhance their bodies, if you allow it the, the line to be crossed, and you move it farther back, giving them more acceptable uh, issues and reasons why they cannot. What we do is allow our kids to start picking up that, hey, it's okay, there's no ban on it. So now you'll start getting kids. It would be a side effect. If you allow too much with the adults in the professional careers, then you'll start opening up that window yeah. to these guys, these young kids that are in the gym. I mean, it was it was a big steroids was a big thing when I was in school in high school finishing up. They were like, Hey, you know, like, Pay attention to what people are trying to get to you. You know, they're like, "Oh, creatine, that's what we got to get." And people like, "I got something a little bit stronger." You know, it's easy to find people. You go to a gym, it's easy to find somebody. You got to realize that looking good and getting better in sports right now today can get you to the the top of the mountain. But how long can you stay there?
3: So we solved nothing today.
1: We solved nothing. No, we had a really good conversation.
2: The performance enhancement, and there's are no problem.
1: damn toothpaste when it comes to these football players. Our athletes, period. I thought it was uh, a useful metaphor.
4: Okay? Yeah, I, I like it. Thought I thought
2: it was a useful I, I, metaphor. I'm, I'm using that. It's
4: just I, I, th- I think a lot of people, and and, and the comments Eddie made kind of took me to that point where I think a lot of people look at these guys as expendable human beings because. You only know them for three hours every Sunday, and I'm going to the NFL on this, but you only know them for every three hours on a Sunday, but they do have families, they do have friends, they do have regular lives, and they are not expendable human beings. I mean, it would almost be like Eddie calling and saying, hey, Nick, I know that nuclear waste plant is right next to the radio station, but we enjoy listening to the show, so sit in there and slowly die so we can listen to it. It's Aw, an damn. asinine take, in my I'm opinion, and it I'm makes no here. sense. It's actually across the street. But no <laughs> well, yeah, we deal with it. It's I'm the leaving now. burial ground too.
1: Yeah, I'm leaving now. I like to thank the crew: Just Nick, Mar with the ladies, one of you, Dr. Phil. Love you guys. Keep on doing what you do. And I just feel this is a topic that will not go away. We need to make an example. Is it about boycotts? Do we start showing the leagues that we need to make a difference and stand up for our players? Because they're not just players. These guys are heroes in a lot of our, our youths, eye, along in our adults. There's some guys that, till this day, touch my heart and make me strive to be a better person. Do what you do. Share us. Love you. Peace. We're out.